Hi. Welcome to Dear Nikki. My name is Nikki. And if you've been here before, welcome back. (laughs) And if you're new to the show, this show is all about sex and the fantasies that people have. Reading from my emails directly and anonymously sent to me, together we explore the experiences of everyday people, just like yourself. You never know who I could be reading from. I could be reading from your wife's best friend, who just traveled out of town just to experience a gangbang. I could be reading from the man down the street, you know the one, who secretly has a special room designed for his harem. I can be reading from your high school teacher. You know the one. And she secretly still masturbates to you. You just never, ever know. And if you have any erotic confessions, fantasies, or anything else, feel free to send them to Nikki, N-I-K-K-Y, at DearNikki.com, or anonymously through the website at DearNikki.com under the Confessions tab. Just remember, by submitting a story or question, you certify the following are true. You are the sole creator of the submission. You're 18 years of age or older, legally able to write, submit erotic or pornographic material. Stories including bestiality, incest, incest fantasies, underage roleplay, rape sex, rape fantasies, or other non-consensual content, or racial slurs will not be aired, and you're releasing all rights to your creation. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and now Smutify at dnikki, N-I-K-K-Y, 162. And if you enjoyed the show, leave a positive review anywhere you find your other favorite podcasts. Support for Dear Nikki is brought to you by Manscaped. I have a question. Are you keeping up with your self-care routine for the new year? My sponsor at Manscaped has the perfect tools to keep you and your significant other clean and tidy this year. Manscaped tools are so good for his jewels. You'll want to try them for yourself, ladies. The Lawnmower 4.0 is all you need for his balls and your bikini line, just in case you can't get in for that waxing. Keep your New Year's resolution with good intentions and join the 4 million people worldwide who trust Manscaped. With the exclusive offer, go to manscaped.com, use the code DEARNIKKY, N-I-K-K-Y, of course, and get 20% off free shipping. That's right. Go to manscaped.com, use the code DEARNIKKY for 20% off and free shipping worldwide. Tell them Nikki sent you. So I got an email today from a very special couple that I've come to know a bit through this. And part of it caught my attention. And what I like about them is as they're exploring their dynamic this way, in being very sexplorative, they always take downtime to reconnect. They take that moment to process, recess, make sure they're okay, or as I call it, grounding. When you're with your whatever dynamic you're in or not, or even a single, do you pull back from the exploration you're on to reassess, to ask if you're good, to ask if you need a break, if you want to reevaluate, or if you want to kink things up? Some people think when you're stopping grounding with your partner or even yourself, 
that it could be a, that you're not good in the environment you're in. And that's not necessarily too. Self-care is great, regardless if you're doing it just to make sure if you're okay, or to make sure you're okay, good and bad. What do you do to ground yourself to yourself and or your partner or both? What do you do to make sure both of you are okay on the journey you're on? And it's okay to get off the train for a bit. It's okay. Because the most important thing in any dynamic, including yourself, is making sure you are okay. Your partner's okay. And if you don't have that grounding, the reconnect, the, the whatever you're calling it, I like to call it grounding, you never know when the bumps in the road. So for people that are in long distance relationships or anything else, how do you do that? I know I've asked this question before. I'm always curious about that. I'm curious about a lot of things in life. Really, if you spent 10 minutes with me, I could bounce around and come right back to the middle somewhere, somehow. (laughs) Right turns eventually turn left, right? Or is it left turns eventually turn right? I don't know. Anyway, you know what I'm saying. (laughs) But here's the thing. What do we do? How do we bring ourselves back and say, are we okay? And if it's not, don't say yes to keep your partner happy. Because I guarantee you, if they're asking, they may feel like something's off, or they may just feel like things need to be back to normal. And it's okay to ask, are we good? And say, you know what, I want to break from this. I want to go back to us, to what we were. Because I've always said, being in the industry for so long, and somebody needs kink, 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 or exploration, exploration, exploration. Sometimes vanilla can be just as exciting or more, you know, have you ever thought of that? Have you ever thought about stepping back and just doing vanilla, not making about anybody else, but yourself or you and your partner or partners? Hmm. Just a thought. And I'd really like to know, you know what time it is. It's time to sit back, relax. Let's have some whiskey with some filthy cherries, of course, and explore erotic fantasies from people just like you and me. Dear Nikki, hi, I'm a new listener. My husband actually turned me on to your podcast. Literally, we have been together for 10 years and our sex life is exciting to say the least. I've always been on the shy side and he brought out the freak in me. He buys me toys, lingerie, and makes me feel so good about myself. But now we want to try something new. He wants to watch me with another man. And eventually, we'll move on to other options. What's the best route to go into this situation? Thank you for reading. Kay. Well, hello, Kay. I would first start, if you haven't, there are many groups for your local area and uh, abroad. Um, in other states, or if you want to go abroad or go abroad over the pond, they get to know people, talk, um, even through social media. And if you find somebody that you like, you even can say, and be a dork, like I've been when I've been curious about somebody and say, what's that on your head? And then find out it's a bike helmet and then develop something from there. So what I'm saying to you is this is there's so many things out there. It just, everything deserves caution and everything deserves tactfulness. 
but you know, uh, Reddit has some hookup things. Um, Double list is another good one. And double list to me looks like um, an old Craigslist. So you can go there. I don't know much about it besides that. It just kind of peaked on my radar in the last week or two. Um, but places like that. But I definitely would start with there. And I know um, I just went through Crazy Winter Nights, which was a really good place for people like you to get your feet wet and actually just be in the bubble, as I call it, of people that are like-minded like us that are sexplorative and possibly looking for people to hook up, or maybe just even meet some great connections within the community. And it was so amazing. So I would say in your local area, if you can find a, a hotel party that necessarily isn't having sex in public, if that's your thing or not, that's fine. Mine wasn't. But so it I think it gave a person like me that wasn't, now don't get me wrong, I will be going to something like that because I want to be able to tell you guys yes or no if it's something we should, a first person should stick their feet in. But as you can see, I'm baby stepping my way into feeling this out. And every step I've made has been amazing. Um, and I know that's probably because I have a connection, not that kind of connection, guys, to get your head out of the gutter of the people throwing the parties. I'm on the station, so I, I I work with them. So I have a working relationship and they're good people anyway. But I would find something like that just to get your feet wet and maybe go anonymously. You can have your names changed and say you're Dorothy and he's the wizard, maybe. <laughs> but if you go somewhere like that, you might find once you've had the drinks are flowing and one or two, I, I would stop it too if you plan on playing. That way you never, either one of you doesn't have to question if it was the alcohol or you really wanted to do it. That's just a hard and fast rule that I live by. So the things like that, I wish I had a better answer, but there are websites out there that were, there are clubs that have newbie nights. So if you know of a swingers lounge or a swinger community that has a newbie night for munches, which I know that's a borrowed lingo from the BDSM kink community, a munch is where it's usually a lunch or a or tea or cocktails for people that to get together and have like-minded ideas that you can openly talk. And you can openly talk about your sex lives. You can openly talk about what you're into, what you're not into, and those kind of things. So those are the things I would look for when you're looking online. Um, and then go from there. And when you when your gut tells you it's good, go. Um, and baby step. If you only, Even if you only stay for an hour, at least you went, right? And sometimes from what I understand from before I went to my hotel hookup, I, I connected with a good friend of mine that I had met. And she said, there's two types of people there. And there absolutely was. There was people like me that wanted to just have conversation and see if it developed. And then there was the five minute people. Like if they, you didn't feel any kind of sexual passion and wanted to go fuck right then, they moved on. So that's the advice if you decided to go to a party or a club I would give you that I agree with her about is there are definitely two types of, of people. There may be a third or fourth. I don't know. But it seemed to me that from what she told me and from my observation, there absolutely was somebody or people there that if you weren't connecting within five minutes, they left. Um, you know, they went on to another person to see if there was a sexual connection. So they're inter they're really into the no names, 
fuck mode. And that's completely fine. Just it does nothing for me. So I think if you start there online and with that mindset and just to go to get your feet wet and <laughs> or your pussy wet, because it does get very arousing. I'm telling you the sexual tension in the air, knowing what you're all there for, even if it's just meeting like-minded people is very, 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 very intoxicating. So if you don't plan on having sex with somebody, take lots and lots of toys. Danny game. I hope you and your listeners enjoyed our first hot wife experience. We sure did. The next three nights were just as exciting and sexy for us. While we were out having a very late dinner after the first night, we talked about what we had just did. Would it change us? Would it hurt our marriage? Or would it fire up our sex life even more? It was late when we arrived back in the room. I was so fucking horny with all the sex talk and visual memories of what I just saw. But Lisa was tired and very sleepy. So I let her be. So I fell into a deep sleep with a raging heart on. The next day, we did the typical tourist stuff, had lunch, and did some souvenir shopping. Afterwards, we spent some time down at the beach where Lisa wore a white two-piece G-string style bikini under her clothes throughout the day. I loved it. Her boobs were so exposed that only her nipples were covered. Her ass cheeks were eating the string that made her look nude in the first glance. The G-string accented her shaved pussy mound nicely as it barely covered it, and when she would walk, her big ass had just the right amount of jiggle to it to drives me crazy. Normally, she wouldn't go this far at the beach, but I could tell that she was feeling sexy and wanted to have fun. Guys were definitely looking and got an eyeful. Well, enough of small talk. We arrived back at the hotel around 4.45 p.m., and we're supposed to meet our friend Corey at 7 p.m. I was already planning something a little different than a simple meet in the lounge. Lisa was exercising, so I told her to cut it short and let's just go down to the bar about an hour and have a couple drinks by ourselves before Corey arrives. She agreed and proceeded to shower and get ready for a date. In the meantime, I spoke with Corey over the phone and laid out this plan. I wanted him to approach us at the bar walk up behind Lisa, cup her boobs, then turn her around and kiss her wantonly, then come over to me and give me a big bro hug. Then he was to go back over to Lisa, kiss her passionately, put his arm around her waist, and walk away with her towards the elevators. All this was to occur in front of the bartenders, waitresses, and other patrons. I wanted Lisa to be surprised of all of this occurring in front of people, so I asked him to arrive at 6.30 p.m., and he excitedly agreed. I was waiting in the living room for Lisa, and out she comes wearing a maroonish-colored backless mini-dress that ties around her neck. The back was cropped so low that you could see the crack of her ass, and no, she wasn't wearing any underwear. It barely covered the bottom of her ass, and the slits on the sides went all the way up to the inside of her hips. The sides of her tits were clearly visible, and the front cleavage almost left nothing to the imagination. She was carrying her black leather coat that was about ass length. She put it on. So I asked her why. She said, I'm a little uncomfortable walking through the lounge dressed like a slut. I said, that will make it even sexier and daring. She said, maybe after we sit down for a few minutes and have a drink, she might take it off. 
In case you forgot, Lisa is Hispanic, reddish brown hair down to the middle of her back, 5'7, 160 pounds, hips, legs, and an ass that screams sexy. At the time, she was 53 years old, but she actually looks early 40s. Lisa is a very beautiful, sexy looking woman. I was pretty much speechless except for, holy shit, you're fucking hot. She smiled and said thanks, and for nothing else was said as we entered the elevator and made our way through the lounge. As luck would have it, it was pretty crowded. I found one stool at the bar, and Lisa said, Why aren't we getting a table? I said there's only one small table for two chairs, and it's in the middle. I want one of those tables towards the back so you and Corey can have some fun. Her response, I'm not planning on staying down here long. Then she whispered in my ear, I want to get fucked. She sat on the stool and I stood next to her on the left so Corey could surprise her. We got there around 6 p.m., ordered our wine, and started some small talk as I could tell she was a little nervous and uncomfortable with what she was wearing. Some of the women in the lounge were giving her some looks, but when the female bartender paid her some compliments, especially on the dress, she relaxed. About five minutes, I could tell that Lisa was still a little nervous, so I called one of the bartenders over and ordered two cocktails. Lisa gave me a puzzled look, so I said, just to relax you. She smiled, hugged me, then kissed me. We polished off the drinks quickly. I hugged Lisa and asked her if she was calming down. She said she was, so I reminded her that in about an hour, she would be getting fucked by her young stud. She whispered in my ear, I can't wait to feel his cock in me. I took off her jacket, looked at her, whistled, then kissed her. Lisa kissed me so passionately that we probably looked like two lovers on their first date. I looked around and it was obvious people were looking at us. Some went back to their own conversations, and others were probably on actual dates themselves. As I was scanning the lounge, I saw Corey walking towards us. He smiled, and I slightly nodded my head. He walked up behind Lisa's right shoulder and smoothly placed his hands above her shoulders and let them slide down to her boobs. She squealed and jumped, then quickly turned around. When she saw it was Corey, she stood up and passionately kissed him. They kissed. For at least 30 seconds, Corey walked her out, just like we had planned. As they were walking away, Corey's hand dropped to Lisa's ass and was rubbing it as they walked away. Nikki, the feelings I was experiencing as Lisa walked away were unbelievable. My body got hot, my face was flushed, my heart was pounding in my chest, and I could feel my cock harden to the point that I felt I might come incredible feeling. As I took the stool that Lisa just had, the bartender brought me another cocktail and said, that was the sexiest scene I'd ever saw. It's on the house. I knew people were looking at me, probably some with disgust, but most had smiles. A few guys gave me a thumbs up or tipped their glass to me, and a few women smiled, and a couple of them blew me a kiss. The guy to my right said something about if that's your wife, buddy, how could you let that happen? I told him to mind his own business. You don't know until you try. He apologized and made small talk, 
but things that I don't remember. About 30 minutes later, the bartender returns and says, This is from your friends. They want to know if you're ready to join them. She pointed them out towards the back, and sure enough, it was the same couple from last night. The bartending lady asked me if Lisa was my wife, and I said yes. We've been together for almost 35 years. She looked at me and said, That's so fucking hot. Your wife's a knockout. You'll have to tell me more later. With that, she went back to work, and I walked over to my new friend's table. As I approached, the guy stood up, shook my hand, and introduced themselves as Gary and Linda. Gary turned out to be 63, Linda 49, been married for 25 years from the Southwest, and have done some hot wifing over the past 10 years. Linda was definitely sexy, about 5'5", 150 pounds, shoulder-length light brown hair, B-cup tits, but a gorgeous big ass. She was wearing a loose, semi-see-through red top with black yoga-style pants. We talked about the way they entered the lifestyle, how long they've been hot-wifing, how we got into the lifestyle, and some normal life stuff. It turns out that Linda initially brought up the idea to Gary and that her first was a co-worker. She said that she had been with over 20 men in the past 10 years, and she currently has married lover who is 29 years old. Gary loves it and wishes they had started hot-wifing earlier in life. His thing is to clean up Linda after she's been fucked by her lover. I've never even thought of doing that, but the more they talked about their experiences, the more turned on I got. Linda mentioned that she would like to meet Lisa and maybe the two of them go out on the prowl for some young men. Two hours had almost passed since Lisa went up to our room. Gary could tell that my mind was starting to wander, so he said, Well, all this hot wife talk has our juices flowing. I think we're going to out so Linda can have some fun. We exchanged phone numbers, hugged each other with the promises to stay in touch, and off they went. I sat there for another ten minutes, and then decided to go up for the room for a peek. As I got to the door, I didn't hear anything which surprised me. I went in, and I could hear Lisa moaning in pure sexual delight. As I got to the bedroom, I heard words like, God, you fuck so good. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, deep. Just like that. Fuck me deep and slow. Hold your cock at me. Now slow again. Deep and slow. I'm gonna come. I'm gonna come. It sounded as if Linda was teaching this stud how to fuck her. Corey was, on top of Lisa, her legs over his shoulders, with his right hand under her neck. He was fucking her slow and deliberate. Lisa's arms were wrapped around his back, holding on to him as she was coming. I watched for about a minute, then quickly left and went back downstairs for fear of coming right there. I took up the seat at the bar, ordered a wine, and when she brought my drink, the bar girl said, on the house. She talked to me when she could, mostly curious about what we were doing and about the hot wife lifestyle. About 10.30, she says while looking toward the lounge, it looks like they're coming back. I turn around to see Lisa and Corey walking towards me. They were walking slowly, with Lisa leaning in towards Corey. Her nipples were partly exposed, her dress slightly hiked up, with Lisa displaying a freshly fucked look. 
Wow, she looked good. She came over and stood next to me, hugged me and whispered, Thank you. I love you so much. Then she gave me the hottest, deep sexual kiss a man could ever imagine. My heart was pounding. I felt lightheaded. My cock was straining for relief, and all I could think of was fucking Lisa's stretched out, dripping wet pussy. Corey gave her a deep kiss and smoothly fondled her boobs. He said, I'll see you tomorrow. With that, he shook my hand and left. Lisa wanted a drink, so I called the barkeeper over and ordered Lisa a Pinot Noir. Lisa bought Lisa's drink and said to Lisa, You look like you're in heaven. Lisa said, If you only knew. The bar girl says, You're going to have to tell me about it. Lisa says, I will. But right now, I'm going to enjoy my wine and relish this evening. Then, I'm going to give my husband's lobby seconds. I looked at Lisa with the what-the-fuck look and thought to myself, that was odd. I've never heard her talk so matter-of-fact to a stranger. She and the bartender chatted for a few minutes, but my mind was racing with the other thoughts, like what happened up there. How good was she just fucked? How many times did she come? What plans did she make for tomorrow? And how I can't wait to get her up in the room. When the bar girl left, Lisa looked at me and said, Come fuck me and let me know how much you love my sloppy pussy. As she took my hand and led me through the lounge, my body was trembling with pure excitement. My cock was rock hard, and all I wanted to do was get inside of her. While in the elevator, I noticed that she was wearing underwear. There was another couple in the otherwear, so I whispered in her ear why she was wearing the underwear. She said in almost a normal voice, I want to hold all his cum in me for you. That floored me. I don't remember getting into our room, but once inside, she slowly undressed me, took off her dress, removed her underwear, and laid it on the bed, and she said, slide in me and fuck me slow. I did as she said and slowly slid in my cock. Her pussy was hot, wet, silky, and I felt no resistance. Every time I was all the way in her, it felt like I was going to come. I didn't want a repeat of last night, so I would stop and almost pull out so I could extend the session. Lisa said I lasted almost 20 minutes. She was constantly talking to me, pure sex talk, talking like a slut, like a true hot wife, like a woman awakened to forbidden sex. She said that Corey filled her pussy with four loads of cum, fucked her in every position, opened the drapes and put her on display and fucked her bent over the chair, fucked her hard and rough, fucked her fast and wanting. Then she rode him, used his cock and fucked him for all he was worth. And finally, he made love to her. Lisa said she lost count of her orgasms, but it was evident it was so many that the bed was soaking wet with her cum. Lisa is a squirter, but over the last few years had become rare. Not this weekend. Her sex talk was driving me crazy. But she firmly said, I want to keep fucking him. I love his cock. That was all I needed. I told her I was going to come. And she said, come and add another load in my pussy. Come in me. Come in me. I'm going to come. T- I'm going to come too.
and we both orgasmed, long, lasting, and powerful. We laid in each other's arms for several minutes, not much talk, just enjoying each other. Finally, Lisa said, I'm hungry. Let's order a pizza. So we did. When the pizza arrived, Lisa got out of bed, put on her G-string underwear, and entered the door in that state. I heard her giggle and say thank you and yell out, let's eat. What a wonderful woman I have. I'll write you more that covers the other two nights, and I hope you have time to read them to your listeners. Manny. Hello, Manny and Lisa. Look at you being sexy and all that. I am in love with this. I I actually even love that you connected with a couple that were also in the tribe, as we're calling it, right? You never know. You never know who's doing this. And the, that should validate that it's okay. Because at the end of the day, it only matters who's under that roof that you're fucking right then. They're not in your marriage. They're not in your relationship. It does not matter. If you guys want to go find Sasquatch and try to hook up with him, go for it. That, you know, we're not going to talk about it on this show. But hey, if that floats your boat, go for it. Could you do it? I find this utterly hot. Though in my mind, Manny, I'll be admitting, I'm hoping that you eventually get to watch because that's my cup of tea. I was envisioning um, the other night as I was vibing myself of my lover. And he had went downstairs and brought up some Gatorade or water for me and the guy I was with. And he came in and just sat on the couch in the hotel and was watching us and maybe pulled out his cock and started stroking it and doing all these things. And of course, that made me come so very fucking hard. But I'm wondering if you got to do that, Manny. That is a big question of mine because that I find is completely sexy as fuck. What about you guys? Could you do this? Could you live out and do what Manny did? And Lisa, I don't know what that dress looks like, but it's sexy as fuck in my head. Dear Nikki, on our first date, we went to the park. I was wearing some blue jeans and a polo. She wore a soft pink dress that was a few inches above her knees. It was dark. The only lights I can remember were the street lights surrounding the park. The orange glow revealing each of our nervous but hopeful expressions. We walked around, holding hands, making small talk, rocking ourselves back and forth on the swings with our feet, trying to guess what each other was feeling. The playground was mostly wooden structures to make a sort of a castle, Bridges, walkways, towers, ramps. There's also a small wooden play cabin that has no roof. Let's play house, I suggested, tugging her over. Eventually we made our way there, and we embraced. We kissed each other with our soft, eager lips. Our fingers traced each other's limits, looking for hidden passageways. There was no door to close, no curtains to draw, no roof for shelter. We were visible to everyone, including the stars, and we didn't care. My fingers went up her skirt, grazing her shape proceed through her thong. Like that? she asked. I nodded. She slowly knelt before me and zipped my pants. She tugged them down and then pulled my briefs down. My cock sprang out, thobbing in front of her wide-eyed, eager face. She took my balls in her left hand, then took my cock in her halfway into her mouth. 
her right hand gripping the base. She swirled her tongue. So big, she said. When she took it out, she took me again, this time as far as she could. Now I was groaning. She gave me a few more good efforts to deep throat my cock. Then I pulled her up. She took a condom out of her purse and I put it on. I turned her around and pushed my cock into her wet, smooth pussy. Her hands gripped the top of the play cabin where the roof should be. I grabbed her B-cup breast under her bra and rubbed her nipples. My thrust pushed her more and more into the wall she was leaning against. We switched. I laid down and she climbed on top of me, kissing me and then guiding me into her. She began to grind and move her hips, rubbing her clit on my pelvis. I lifted my ass, pushing my cock even further into her. My hands roamed her ass and I began to rub her asshole. She continued, now lifting and slamming her ass on my cock. Her hot breath in my ear, I moved my head to the side and to bite her earlobe. She moans. I bite. She moans. I rub her pussy with my hands while she takes my cock. Then I feel the cum welling inside. I tell her and I wrap my arms around her body. I pull her down as she thrusts balls deep into her, coming into the condom. We collapse there on the turf in the play cabin. The sky is open to us. Scott. Hello, Scott. I am so glad I'm not the only one with a playground story. (laughs) Mine was on a swing set, though. Um, And I told the story, I think a couple months back, where we were on the swing set and got horny and I had a skirt on. So I got on my knees like a good girl should. Got him nice and hard. And then I, uh, we did the spider I don't know if you guys do that. It's basically where one person is on the swing normally. I guess, how would you normally? Anyway, you get where I went with that. Uh, And the other person's on top facing him. So as he was rock hard, I just moved my panties to the side and let him slide right in. So as you swing one way, you're on top. And then you swing the other way, you're missionary. But you're always... There's always some kind of motion. It's a very slow and deep thrust either way. But think about it, ladies and gentlemen. You're straddling and you're slowly fucking each other up. And then you have the exhilaration of how high the swing goes. So you're adding that into the uh, element too. So you have swinging really high and then you come back down and then you changing position. So you're constantly changing from one position to another. So I I was actually thinking of that as I was reading this, but I'm kind of liking the little playhouse kind of thing. Have you ever had sex on a playground? Would you ever have sex on a playground and almost get caught? I was never caught. Um, I don't think I wanted to be at that point. And even now I'd be like, oh, that'd be kind of hard. You know, Uh, and he was very, very hard. (laughs) So would you, if you could find a playground and play very generously, I might add, would you do it? I'd really like to know. I think this is a really good place to stop for the day. I want to thank you again for joining me. Don't forget to stop by my sponsor, Manscaped, 20% off, free shipping worldwide, using code Nikki. 
N-I-K-K-Y, of course. Don't forget, also, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and now Smuttyfy at D-Nikki, N-I-K-K-Y, one, six, two. If you're looking to way to dip your toe into meeting people just like you and you're concerned or scared, reach out. Also, take a look at Crazy Summer Nights with a K. The link will be in the bio in the show notes. I'm going to be there so you can meet me. Come say hi. I'll have a drink. We can answer, answer questions, anything you want. And there's nothing really like being around like-minded people. It's the most laid back situation you could ever put yourself into. I wouldn't recommend it if I wouldn't go myself. And I'm going to be there, as I said, of course. And you're going to meet some amazing people and you're going to see these people can be just like you live next door and you probably bump into them at a restaurant, gas station. We're all wanting sex. And what better way to open your eyes and desires than being around the same like-minded people? What do you think? Like I said, links in the show notes. Let me know if you're interested and I can send you any info you want. Hello, lover. How about this? You and I go to that playground. I suck your cock. And you show me how well you can use the swing on me. What do you think? Back and forth deep inside me, thrust after thrust, and then coming deep inside me, and we finish. I'd really like to know. And until next time, ladies and gentlemen, have a great week.